Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters in Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is James from the Beers Vols. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good today. For those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure. I am kind of the, uh, I don't want to say leader of the Beers Vols. I am, I am the organizer. Um... And, uh, yeah, we are just a group of guys that have a microphone, a camera, and therefore we're right all the time. <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily true. Oh, that has been proven true over and over and over again. No one contradicts us ever. Right. Well, <laughs> I've been known to contradict the entire community at times, so. <laughs> but, yes. Uh, so, yes, you do the Be a Protocol show we do it actually started off as a uh with actually called the beer thralls we were originally a war machine hordes podcast Mm. and then uh yeah everyone left and they started this new game called mcp Uh, i think you may have heard of it maybe um and and we switched over to that so we were like we can't really be beer thralls so it just became uh, beer thralls presents Mm -hmm. so yes now, I must ask you, what character, not in Marvel Crisis Protocol, do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? I, I really wanted to say uh, Dr. Doom, but I have to go back to my favorite character, Darkhawk. Oh, good pull. I love Darkhawk. I actually had uh, several, like the uh, Ash Ashcan um, version one. Which is like their kind of like their initial sketch out thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to run up to a very very long time, uh, and then I went to college, and then it was just like, oh, I can't collect comic books anymore. That's for kids. Funny thing, I actually started collecting comic books in high school slash college. Yeah, see, I went to Tech, so Virginia Tech, so like, there wasn't really a comic book shop around. Mm-hmm. We had a game store, but no comic book shops. Yeah, no, uh, I started comic books with the New 52. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, yeah, I started off with, like, um, uh, X-Men with Puck. Yeah. I am old. That's (laughs) not a bad thing. Uh, you say that now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's not inherently bad. It may have bad side effects, but it's not inherently bad. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I would love to see Darkhawk. Um, the it, he's very anti-hero, but still kind of hero. Mm-hmm. Like it's a weird back and forth. Um, and the fact that he's just like he's kind of like a a, a smarter Batman. Like I don't kill people. I'll paralyze them, but I'm not going to kill them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Morally dubious characters. Oh, the best kind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, there are just so many characters that need that I want in this game. There's a couple. Um, I know we were talking earlier about a couple of the spoiled ones at Adepticon. Yeah. We were talking about Nightcrawler. And then we mentioned Bishop. Yeah. So I, I keep like informal track of who shows up the most often and it was my top three before adapticon was nightcrawler then dr doom then bishop 
I don't understand. Bishop to me is so vanilla. Is he's just like a dude, and it's nothing really special about him. He just kind of shows up in the X Men. Like I've never found the appeal. I think it is the cartoon tax. Oh really? Yeah, I he was a player in the eighties cartoon, from my understanding. He was, he was, and even then, I hated him. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with that cartoon. I grew up with X Men Evolution, which I still have not had a chance to see. Ah, oh, you missed Trashy Gospel Vogue. Now I'm gonna have to watch it. Their version of Vogue is a very trashy goth girl, and I love her dearly. Uh, let me go look up on Netflix. Uh, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> it, just, search up X-Men Evolution Rogue, and you will see the pictures, and it is... I want I want to do my Rogue model up like their version of Rogue. Hold on, I have to see this. Because it's like the green seafood dress with the black uh, sports bra tank top type thing. Oh my gosh, she's amazing. <laughs> oh, that was my first year in college. Every girl was like that. <laughs> Very f- <laughs> Yeah. I'm definitely going to watch this now. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. It's... It's definitely my favorite rogue, uh, uh, rogue costume. Does she still have like the 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 really strong accent? Uh, I cannot remember because I haven't seen it in a hot minute. Mm. Um, That's the only thing that got me with the original is that she just she had that thick thick accent, and it was just like you can tell it's so fake. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's that one. And then, uh, did you ever watch the TV show The Gifted? It sounds familiar. So it was on Fox a cu- like five years ago. Um, and it yeah. was their like surveillance state mutant underground show with Polaris as the lead, and they turned Polaris into a punk girl. And I'm like, okay. You keep like it. It sounds so familiar. Like it's. It's one of those things I may have been watching when I was, like, painting miniatures or something. Yeah. So it's like, God, that sounds really familiar, but at the same time, it doesn't. But they did the thing uh, in the show where how they show, uh, how they set up uh, Polaris being able to levitate herself was she's like, yeah, why do you think I wear the studded wristbands and the steel-toed boots? Oh, that's amazing. And I'm just like, yes, that's fantastic. So, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) We can just do this all day. Oh, we could. (laughs) Honestly could. But we came here to talk about a leader out of their own affiliation. Which one did you bring? Oh, my God. I'm I'm suffering. Uh, I brought Sin. I love Sin a lot more than most people. I, I think she's I think she's great. When she first came out, I ran uh I mean we, we really can say sin. It's really sin crossbones. Mm-hmm. Um I ran that cabal list all the time. Did it ever really work? Not at all. <laughs> but it was so much fun to play. Yeah, so it's I've run Sin a lot more than I've actually run Sin and Crossbones. Really? Yes. Um Ah. Because mm. 
this is more my my dislike of crossbones so uh in general than anything else but i always found sin had a place as a affiliated power battery for expensive tactic cards criminal syndicate she could pay for all according to plan herself and uh hydra she can play inevitable portrayal all by herself um yes and I want, and a lot of the time I was already running tall enough that unless I was facing Black Order where Crossbones wouldn't have helped anyway, I was get, keeping priority. Okay, I can see that. Um, or, and I really hope everyone understands the difference between a tall and a wide list because we say that all the time. <laughs> and inevitably, it's just like, what do you mean a tall list? Mm-hmm. Or I'm running super wide with Crossbones. Uh, the chaired activation won't really do much, or I'm looking to actively have last activation with a particular couple of characters who can influence the board. Yeah, I can see that. She's actually... She's she's pretty good with that. I mean, she has a medium move. Um, so I can see her... Well, I'll just jump into what I think she's, she's good at. Um, so... I kind of use her as a a mobility monkey mm-hmm. uh, with hit and run. Um, she's got stealth. Like I get her up, I grab an objective, and then just bolt her back. Yep. Um, and that seems to be like her gimmick. Um, when she's not with crossbones, if she's with crossbones, she turns into uh, kind of like a, a dog handler, where she's just telling crossbones get him. <laughs> Uh, and then she's kind of like shooting things and hiding around corners. Yeah. Um, staying within three of crossbones. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course, we will not be putting her in Cabal, Criminal Syndicate, or Hydra because they're affiliated. And then last time we did her all the way back in episode 96. So about 30 episodes ago, about 25-ish, uh, we put her in Mystique Brotherhood. Yeah, that's where I was going to put her. Yeah, well, there's the obvious choice, and then sometimes you have to dig deeper. Yeah, well, okay, so technically, Mystique Brotherhood, is, I put her in, out of my three choices, that was the third one. Mm, yes, so what were your first two, then? Um, Midnight Suns. Yeah. Um, I like giving her the little extra mobility, especially if she's not with crossbones. Mm-hmm. Um, and strangely enough, Inhumans. Yeah, in humans, because she is a power battery beyond power battery. Yep, and I was just wanted to pass off energy to Crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a couple other thoughts in here just because of the way my mind works. Um, I also think she's not terrible in Convocation. Oh, why? Uh, well, she does have that four mystic defense. And a three physical defense. So she's getting the bonus from Book's turn. And on the bump side, you if the opponent is playing at certain... The opponent has to get a lot closer to you to actually get a double attack off on her. Because then you can just bump back after the first damage to get into stealth range. I can see that. But it seems like that's... So, okay, here's my problem with Sin. I did run Sin an awful lot. My problem with her is she's three threat. Mm-hmm. 
and there are so many other good three threat characters out there she's now lost in the shuffle yes and i think at convocation you don't really need her you harry have so many three pointers uh uh clea clea uh mordo um like they all can do what she does but better well, I think there might also just be a convo spam list that we're just not looking at. Because it has that unfettered mm -hmm. leadership and they have an affiliated two threat, you might be able to do a spam list with them and have it work. Uh, I've never looked at a convocation that way. <laughs> Let's see. Hold on, I gotta see this. Because they Cause have you're, you're three, three threats. One, it, you have three three threats and a two threat, all of which can be your leader. Yeah. And so you can get six wide super low. Cause what, yeah, but... Three, nine, 11, 14, 15, 16? You can be six wide at 16 with a out-of-affiliation three threat. And... I think it's when you have just that many people, some of your lesser used tactic cards might actually be valuable, like the uh, activation reset. Yeah, but what's her role that at that point? Like, what what's Sin's role in a convocation list? Mm -hmm. Um, that makes her. Uh, say more appealing than taking like Black Cat. Mm -hmm. That is very fair, but it's. We are trying to make her work, and sometimes it's not about making the most optimal list on this show. Sometimes it's about making the fun list, you know? It's always about making the optimal list. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, it, yes, it would be it would be fun. Um, mm -hmm. If we were if we're looking at that, then yes, having a wide list and then suddenly having like you're having all these magic users throwing around all this stuff, and then you just have Sin who's just shooting people. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, and it's also I think she does have an interesting use case because of um, exotic weapons. Get, suddenly she is guaranteed incinerate for a spam list. Hi, we need if to go into had, the Hulk mm, this turn. Mm. Just because yeah. situation, we have guaranteed incinerate. If it, mm, mm. So the thing is, if automatic pistols with rapid fire could target another another character instead of the same character that would become amazing mm -hmm. because then mordo could basically just be like i'm giving everyone incinerate yeah um ooh that's that is an interesting idea mm -hmm. and i think on the same spam side of things i think she's a perfectly fair slot into a sam spam list Oh no, that's anytime you say uh um Sam Avengers, you're always looking at anything three or below. Yeah. 
and she is right in that threshold, and again, she brings automatic incinerate for a team that sometimes needs to push damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I think she'd be really good with that, especially since he could drop her off. Mm-hmm. If, he get cl- if he got close enough and she already had, well, at that point, six energy, um, you could actually do a hit and run uh, with make it personal. Yeah. And she ends up at six energy so goddamn quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you start off with one. You re- you do automatic pistols twice. Mm-hmm. So right there, you're at five. Um, yeah. The only problem is, is she, if she gets, like even looked at wrong, she's going to be flipping. Mm-hmm. So, speaking... Uh, let, let's talk about one of her other powers, though. Because um, I also think she's an interesting choice for Hellfire Club. Truthfully, I have not looked at Hellfire Club. So, Hellfire Club has two parts. One, if you're on the objective, one, if you're not. If you're on the objective, you get more power. She doesn't really need to worry about that. But if you're off the objective, you can take a damage and lose a power to heal Emma Frost and give her a power. And since the Heir to the Wicked is when damaged by an enemy or allied effect. So she ends up, that cost ends up just being lose a, uh, take a damage rather than take a damage and lose the power to kind of supercharge an Emma Frost. Yeah. Yeah. But once again, you're now putting. Oh I yeah. Think, I think heir to the wicked is is great. You're putting now a damage on a four uh, four health character. Yes. Eh. That that's that's that's. Mm. It's it's risky, but I think there is a just a squad that is is Sin, Emma Frost, Red Guardian, and Rhino who all have the same ability, <laughs> where you are supercharging your Emma. That is terrifying. <laughs> That is absolutely terrifying. I have not thought of that, and I now want to play that. <laughs> is it good? Who knows? But it's funny. Huh. I also think you could play into player in a uh, Spider-Foth list. I have thought about that. Because um, Spider-Foth... As they have developed more, in my opinion, have have become the mobility attacking team. Most of their characters have things where they can move alongside their attacking. I have thought about dropping Mysterio and putting in Sin mm-hmm. to kind of like round that out because um I want to call him Spider Foe so bad. Uh that and Criminal Syndicate overlap so oh, much. Yeah. There's no reason not to bring both lists. Yeah. If you're being a Puritan, maybe. Oh, I... I, My first love is Criminal Syndicate. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like... I was just sitting there just being like... If they bring in Rhino. If they bring in Rhino. Then they brought in Rhino. And I was just like... I already have my painting table. He's ready to go. Well, I just need to actually get him on the table. I've been but, I've been slamming a bunch of New Dark recently. Because um, mm. I'm really liking New Dark. Um, and there are some weird characters that are 
pretty dang good in New Dock. I'm 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 stuck on this uh, Emma Frost idea now. <laughs> it's it's one of those things that you can also just splash into a different list. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm. I'm. I'm actually looking at two Ash and Cinder. Yep, two um, Ash and Cinder is I, also a fascinating card. I, I. I was just like, does it actually hurt your own people? Yes. Um. And it does. But playing it on Peter flips is hysterical. Because mm. you can throw it down on a follow a, a double move to get to Peter flip and just leave it alone, and your opponent can't really commit to it that turn. This is evil, and I really want to try this. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I have so much weird jank in my brain. I w- would it be like a competition list, and you can't see the air quotes I'm doing? Probably not. Would it be really good just to make somebody really angry across the table? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I love doing things where like you put down stuff on the table, and people are just like. What are you trying to run? And you're like, I don't know. I'm going to try. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, no. Recently, I've been playing New Dock with Boomer Cap. Huh. Turns his flurry it- into just a wild trigger. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, defensive side of the leadership gets better the more dice you have. And his, his, he has a shield. So, he's, hmm. he's actually pretty dang solid in that list. I I know that uh, one of our guys, Matt, has been... We, we started getting on this topic of how many shield throws can I put into a list, um, which, surprisingly, is a lot. Yes. Um, And we've been building that list, and he is so trying to get to work because he just wants every single turn to be like, all right, I'm going to do a shield throw. Um. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, I have been playing Taskmaster also alongside uh, New Doc, just because you can keep throwing attacks into Taskmaster and he gets his better and better defense. Mm-hmm. Man, I miss seeing Taskmaster on the table more than Bucky. I know. I do not, like, when when Bucky first came out, everyone was just like, he's not that good. And I'm like, no, he is amazing. I don't understand why people say he's not good. I want to run him all the time. And now people are just like, he's amazing. It's like, oh, thanks for waking up and seeing that. Well, way back in the day, um, I pioneered a list called Thanos Spider Foes. This was before the gem changes, before Mysterio came out. That tells you how long ago that was. And you would Why? Because <laughs> uh, you could uh, drop off Venom. Turn one and death decree his attack. And so you start the game off with a seven dice attack into a, uh, a four dice attack. And then also, um, death decreeing Dark Ark is hysterical. That would be fun. But that, that, it feels like a, uh, what was the, the Hulk throwing Thor? Yes. Trick that happened for like a while. 
No, it was it was a little bit. It was like right after that era. Because yeah, uh, the early days of MCP when when a lot of the when drop off was still legal. God, the 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 days the. <laughs> Oh, I remember when when we had drop off in med pack and uh, oh, when you could widow bomb. Yeah, I'm so glad they fixed like half this stuff because like yeah, that that made it unfun. Uh, I used to gamma launch mm. in the middle of the widow bomb so you could reposition. <laughs> I I still I still have uh. For some reason, I'm just amazing with Carnage, mm-hmm. even though everyone else he just dies on. Like, I'll run into a group of people and just like, oh, I only have two dice to defend. Well, I guess I'm defending this turn and just beating off like six dice attacks with two dice. Isn't he um, a one die? He can be a one die. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah. But it's it's just, it's, oh. Yeah, but like, okay, so Sin. <laughs> yes. We've talked about a lot of places. Where do you think she, where do you want to build? Uh, okay, if we want to do this as an actual making her useful, um, I would like to put her into Midnight Suns. Cool. Which means I got to look up Blade, because I don't remember... Because I just know that his his thing is he gets to they get to spend a power and, and he and the, anyone can move an extra inch. Uh, yes, you place um, within one. So I think that's best for her mm-hmm. and just making her an objective runner. Yep. Um, but also as much as I would love to. Uh, just be like, oh no, she's just gonna grab stuff and run away, like getting hammers and stuff. Um, illicit tech. Yeah. I think that is kind of where this is gonna go, mm-hmm. where she's gonna run around, grab a bunch of stuff, and then people are gonna be like, oh, she's an objective runner, and then you're gonna throw out a range five, uh, six dice attack. Um, where people within two are going to get uh, incinerate and just start yeah. causing havoc. Well, and the other thing you can do um, is you can elicit tech and then immediately uh, siege of darkness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which yeah, like you can elicit tech, the person who will spread out the most. Incinerate, and then you Siege of Darkness, and you have so many incinerated targets at that point. And, ooh, hold on. Any number of value, okay, whatever. Can we spend two? Each character that spent power this way may immediately perform an attack uh, with zero cost. The question is, illicit tech, it, does it... So now... Because it must be Midnight Sun's character spending. Oh, yeah. Hmm. As funny as that would be. I was, I was, I was like, okay, they can immediately make an attack shown above. But does the card stay around? That would be terrifying if she could do that more than once. Uh... 
No, it's not immediately. They, they may use this attack shown above once this activation. Once this activation. So it still takes your action to do uh, your second uh, an action to do the attack. Unlike you may immediately perform this attack uh, attack above, uh, which is uh, the uh, cruelty phrasing, which means you get it as a free attack rather than an attack action. So, hmm. I still think it's a slam dunk. It is. It's, it, it still is. Giving her all the extra... Like, that... Hmm, hmm. I'm trying to think of a way of giving her base attack bleed. I don't know about that. I'm trying to think if there's a way to do it. I um, don't think so. But... You can, I mean, yeah. I don't think there's quite a way. Now the question is, what is your next Midnight Suns character? Uh, you have to do Blade. Well, so Just Blade's obvious. And then Blade's obvious. Um, because Midnight Suns has a weird and interesting roster. It does. Well, okay. Uh, Black Hat. Black Hat. Cool. Um. I hate Iron Fist so much. <laughs> uh, Any particular it, reason why? Uh, it's not because of the car. I, Iron Fist and MCP is amazing. Um, the Iron Fist TV show <laughs> made me so angry about the Iron Fist that it's just like, ah, oh, Danny Rand, just no, go away, just. Just be gone. <laughs> did you only watch season one or did you ever get to season two? We tried getting to season two and it, it just still was just, he's so whiny and annoying. And I know he's not that way in the comics. Yes. It, it's just, it's amazing how just one thing can make you so angry yeah. that you're just like, I'm never touching this character. <laughs> I like season two a lot more than season one. Everyone says that, um, uh, but I, it I don't it's, know. It's I think it's because the show becomes less about Danny. <laughs> oh, well, that makes it great. Because <laughs> uh, it's it's like Danny's still like requisite main character because it has to be, but a lot of the focus I feel like shifts over to Colleen in a way, and she's a really great character. And they also introduced their version of Typhoid Mary, who is fantastic. Oh, now that's a character. I have to watch it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. And I also, I really like the place they end season two. Well, there's not going to be a season three. Yes. So. And I wish there was, because <laughs> I wish they continued from that point. I mean, it, only if Disney decides, hey, yeah, we're going to bring this guy back. But I doubt it. He was He was the most hated. Mm-hmm. He he is not the character I'm most wanting to come back from the TV shows that are technically not part of the MCU. Um, because there's still Cloak and Dagger and the Runaways existing in that realm, and I think they're great. I did like the Runaways comic. I hated the show. Really? I I I didn't like how much they changed it. Mm. Uh. And it, it was it was the 
because I think when I started getting back into comics, I I picked up the Runaways because yeah. I was like, oh, this looks interesting. Runaways and, is a very yeah. influential comic that a lot of people love very very much. Yeah, and then they came out with the show, and it was just, ooh, this is not no. <laughs> I I am also of the opinion, and I know this is not the the opinion of everybody, is that an adaptation that changes nothing is fucking boring. Yes, to a point. But, I, okay. <laughs> I so, am willing to be sacrilegious with my adaptations if it makes good TV. So, if you take something that's from, a, like, if you take something that is integral to characters, um, like, uh, their parent, like why they're they're on the West Coast and why the Avengers never showed up and the fact that they were making deals with a demon and they were do, like doing all this like crazy stuff over there. That was integral to the comic. Mm-hmm. It was this is why they're bad people. In the show, it was kind of like, eh, they're making a deal with this guy, and it wasn't really that horrible. So. It kind of took away. It's, it's like, okay. So, uh, in our list, I want to put Moon Knight in. Yep. And I think that if you took, if you went into, like, say, um, the Disney Plus Moon Knight, and you were like, he doesn't have multiple personalities. Yeah. That's like, this, not, this is not Moon Knight. <laughs> I, one, I kind of don't like that show. Oh, see, I, I, I really like Moon Knight. That Just show because. cannot find a goddamn tone. It's not supposed to. It's Moon Knight. <laughs> it's supposed to be chaotic, and you're confused, and you don't know what's supposed to be going on, because it's Moon Knight. Literally, Moon Knight is a... I get uh, that. I think it's bad it's, TV. Uh, it is kind of bad TV, and I was really surprised when they brought up Moon Knight, but I still loved it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, there's one good thing that has come from that show, and it's uh, Scarlet Scarab is making their way to the comics. Oh, nice. I, I appreciate that, but like that show was a goddamn mess. By the way, uh, I, I have severe ADHD, so uh, we, we, we will never get on track. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, now, big right. question. Yeah. Do we put a mortal Hulk in this list? He is I, affiliated. So, so, I, I, I want to say no. Okay. And, and the reason why, while he's like, okay, so I'm looking at this list two ways. Mm-hmm. One is, um, we're going to annoy our opponent. Mm-hmm. By throwing in all the stealth. Okay. Um, and then having Ghost Rider mm-hmm. be the pay attention to me, pay attention to me, run up the middle and cause havoc. Okay. Um, he's immune to incinerate. Mm-hmm. So if she incinerates uh, everyone around him, it's not going to bother him at all. Well, um, also, it's only enemy characters that get incinerated from uh, illicit tech. Oh, I thought it was everyone. Oh, it's getting better. I've been playing that wrong. Uh, let me double check, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, target character and enemy characters within two gain the incinerate special condition. I have been playing that wrong for years. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to improve it for you. Excellent. I feel better about myself already. Um, but I was I was thinking about doing that. 
Um, I don't think Brother Voodoo has. No, he's immune to Hex and Incinerate. Um, now I could see uh, doing Doctor Voodoo mm-hmm. to make people drop objectives and either have Black Cat or Sin pick them run up. out there, grab him, run away. Mm-hmm. Um, if it. Hmm. So it sounds like I, we want Voodoo and Ghost Rider in there. Voodoo, Ghost Rider, Moon Knight for the stealth. Yep. Um, uh, Black Cat for the stealth. And of course, Blade. Poor, poor Blade is um, just going to be um, probably flanking and doing horrible things on the side by himself. <laughs> um, fair. I don't see a place for Strange. That's fair. Sometimes not every list needs a Strange. Despite what some people at my local say. Hmm. Um. Would I drop in Immortal Hulk? Um. It's Immortal Hulk, and then do we want to drop in a Wong just to have a two threat? I wouldn't do Wong. I do Toad. Toad. Okay. You don't want the in affiliation two threat. Right. I'd I'd rather have a splash tooth. That I I like Wong, but Wong is more convocation, hanging out with uh, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, either of them. Um, I don't see him being particularly useful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really don't think I want to do Immortal Hulk. I wanted to annoy the crap out of uh, my opponent, and Hulk is just a very in your large face. Yeah, and and not very like. There's not much finesse to him. It's that thing is gonna die. Get him. So um, talking about characters that can annoy your opponent, as we move into splashes. How do you feel about the Howling Commandos? Ruthfully, I don't know. Really. They're threes, aren't they? Yeah, they are threes that have stealth and a range four attack. I, hmm, I don't think I've ever not looked at them in anything but their affiliation. Honestly, I think they're one of the best splash threes in the game. You know what? Absolutely. Um, because... Not only do their grenades give uh, incinerate, but they also have stealth. Mm-hmm. And they can reposition Ghost Rider early on in the game to mm-hmm. insanely forward. Because you move up, shoot someone on the midline, you're within two of someone, you get the automatic power, you get two siblings in arms, Ghost Rider up, basically to the midline. Huh. And actually, hmm, yeah, siblings in arms. Yeah, it's just Royal Decree. God, that is good. And they have got your back. Like, <laughs> this character is insane. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's actually, that's a really good three-point throw-in. Yeah. And then you said Toad, so I threw Toad in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always kind of like for like a two pointer. Um 
there there's always a couple different ones. Um I strangely enough, I like Rocket Raccoon yep. as a good two point. Um I think with everyone having stealth and him having short stature, I think it's called. Yeah. Small stature. Mm-hmm. Um it's another just annoyance. Yep. Um I've steadily grown and grown on Corbox Black Widow. Ooh, that's going to be a hard sell. Uh, just because there's a, uh, some of the extracts nowadays, you can move up and pick up with a small base long mover and then move back Um, still. And she is a long mover, which I think is just exceptionally important in the game right now, Um, that has stealth. I can see that. Is she in every time food? No, but I think she has her place. I'm. I'm. Mm, mm. I think there's almost every two threat in the game. I have found a place out of affiliation where I want to splash them. So the thing is, with a lot of stealth characters, you're going to have a lot of grab objectives and run. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have a lot of hold the points. So, like, um, gamma shelters might work, mm-hmm. uh, but anything that's going to. You're not going to want to hold points yeah. on the table because you're just not going to have the health to do it. You're going to have juggernauts, you're going to have rhinos, you're going to have everyone just throwing everything at you, and you're going to try to run away. Mm-hmm. Um, how about Nebula to take care of that problem? I don't think she takes care of that problem. She does annoy people on points. Yes, but she I think she makes the problem worse because she is another character that cannot contest. True. So my possible solution was actually go way higher up the scale. Um, and talk about Red Skull Master of Hydra. I like where this is going. Just because it gives you an extra body that is specifically for secures. Um, so, like, you can show up your secure game in a single model rather than having to really, like, think about it. Because, like, I imagine Blade will be a secure character. He's going to be in every one of our lists, um, and mm-hmm. we have enough extract that we can play him on secure. Cool. Uh, Fudu may be a mixed character. Maybe secure. Uh, Moon Knight, uh, Moon Knight, Sin, uh, Toad, all going to be probably extract characters. At high threat games, like, you want to play on demons? I think this might be a demons team just to, we go high, uh, high score out extracts, uh, low score out secures as our kind of game plan. Having Red Skull on, on demons is fun. And we already have two characters that are immune to incinerate for demons. So that that might be a place to look. That's an interesting idea. And I think it's also interesting because it gives you the ability to switch into Hydra mm-hmm. if needed. Um, uh, and I know it's really, I know it's re- like, it's going to be really odd, but you do have Sin. Sin is Hydra. You yeah. have Red Skull, which is Hydra. 
you just need really one more. Yeah. And and you have a, a low point game, but Red Skull at low low point games are is pretty deadly. Mm-hmm. So that is an option. Don't know if it's a hundred percent the right option. I mean, I would say not, but yeah, it's an idea. <laughs> it's an idea. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. Okay. I'm trying to think. Maybe like. Here's a weird one. How do you I'm feel about Squirrel? I have not looked at her. Okay. <laughs> that is entirely fair. She comes out in a couple days. Um. It has. It's been one of those things where. We are so far behind that she came out and got spoiled, and we were just like, cannot look at you right now. I have so many other things to do. That is um, entirely fair. But she... four? Hmm. Yeah. But her big thing is she has the voodoo-style token, but instead of dropping objective tokens, it makes so their crits do not do, don't explode or count as successes. And so suddenly, a massive amount of small dice packages, like we're looking to play suddenly gets a lot stronger when you move from a three uh, a three out of eight chance to a two out of eight chance. So I actually like Squirrel Girl better than I like um Red Skull at this point. Yeah. Because Army of Scroll uh, Army of Squirrels actually does pass out bleed. Mm-hmm. Um if you kind of pair her up with Blade. Yeah. Uh, to try to take out like a middle point um, and just start causing havoc while everyone else is just like hitting and running and doing everything else. Um, I mean, I think those two combinations would do a lot of damage. Yeah, very fair. And like putting the squirrels onto the big target when you need to Siege of Darkness, it is also a very good plan. Mm-hmm. So we have yeah, one. I would, I would do that. We have one slot left then. Oh. Um, like I said, there's a lot of good three-pointers. Yes. And I want to talk about a lesser-loved one that I think is very solid, uh, who we talked about recently on the show. How do you feel about Blob? I like Blob. I uh, That's who I thought you were going to say before a Squirrel Girl. I think Blob is a great character, and he is way underutilized. Yeah. And specifically in, uh, like, Big idea of playing low scoring or low point, uh, low objective points uh, on uh, secure and then high number of extracts. Um, I think he plays very well on low amount of points for uh, secure. Um, yeah, that's under his splash. Hard to kill. That's under his splash so good on like a on. Demons when you just need that point or getting the bad gamma shelter or I think we might be a Mayor Fisk team. Mm. It also does give you a throw. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like throwing Blob in there. The question is, is that do we have enough to stay in affiliation at that point? Oh, yeah. Because what? We have 4-3-3. That's so starting at 16, uh, 15, we do five wide, blade, double, uh, black hat, moon knight, sin, toad. Mm. 
And then we can transform that toad up into blob, up into squirrel girl as we go up the point value chain. And then we can start doing, or we can start transforming our inner affiliation pieces into voodoo and ghostwriter as we just head up that chain. Yep. So we're basically, it's, it's, uh, you've got blob, squirrel girl, blade, um, and, uh, ghostwriter mm-hmm. as the pay attention to me's. Uh, and then you have all the others are basically just stealth monkeys. Well, and... also voodoo is a pay attention to me. Um, I think I think voodoo at one point was. I think a I lot think... of people haven't dropped that instinct yet. It, it it is, and I when he first came out, it was you need to play him. Yeah, and now you have things like pyro. Um. It, and it becomes a, do I want to take a four point that does all this extra stuff? Or do I just want to have somebody set on fire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you have Pyro, you have Rhino, you even have people that don't get played like uh, the original Human Torch. Yeah. He has an extract drop. That, see, like stuff like that... This is where I have like I feel feeling where this game is going, is that it's now starting to get that bloat of um, where it's like characters that used to be amazing before. I, I'll give you Sin. When Sin first came out, I loved her. Now there's other characters at three point that is doing her job better. So what I think it is. More broadly, is I think they are trying to give certain types of things to every affiliation. So that they can have access in affiliations, or at least most affiliations. And I don't mind that, because I like seeing the in-affiliation models rather than everyone being forced, and allowing me to take more interesting out-of-affiliation models, than being forced to take the same couple of -of out-of-affiliation models because they have mandatory effects. that make yes. sense? Yes, it does. Um, so we actually... Hmm, we, we had a conversation. Uh, we were... After a podcast, uh, we were... A video cast? I guess video cast. Um, we were all just sitting around, and we were just wondering if MCP is releasing too much too fast. I think they've slowed down too much. I see. I don't. I think they're just now at a good level of maybe like two characters a month. I find that uh, way too goddamn slow. <laughs> I see. I uh, do doing a, a where you're like trying to review a character every single week. And there's like six people drop at once. Yeah. You're now like. How do I play this? What am I looking at? Um, you get this, uh, and we talked about this. Look, you get this kind of almost a um, a, a dual reaction. Mm-hmm. Either you're going to dive into it and just rip apart all the characters and figure out how you can play these new things, or you're going to get analysis paralysis, mm-hmm. and you're you're just going to be like, "There's too much. I don't know what to do." Yeah. So this is this maybe also comes from my brewer's mindset of like, I always want more interesting pieces. I I think the last chunk of releases had very little. So it's like the the run 
uh, the months of uh, Spider-Woman, uh, Agent Venom, Ulick, and uh, Beta Ray Bill, I'm like, there is a lot of good stuff here. Is there interesting stuff? Ulick ended up being very interesting, but the rest of it kind of ended up being like, these are just solid, but not interesting. Um, See, but that's good sometimes. Um, not for not not in my books. Not as not designer me, you know. And that's just differences of how we view the game. Yeah, I I guess so. Uh, a time mask games has already said this is a beer and pretzels game. It's yeah. not really supposed to be competitive, which I hate when game companies say because we're nerds and we're competitive. And we will turn everything into a drinking game or a competitive game when given a chance. So I, um, th- I think they have to do that on a kind of... Because you have to remember, these are the ex-War Machine people. And War Machine suffered the problem of being too competitive. And so I think they're very much like, competitive is not a priority, is what they're saying. You, it can happen... I- but it's not mm. their priority. Do you think that Shatterpoint is going to be their competitive game then? I don't think. I think they were so burned by War Machine they now don't want to do that style of hyper-competitive game again. And I think that's an unfortunate truth for a bunch of the hardcore players, but I think that's better for their business. Well, it's... So, I don't think they're going to have any problem with the business. Yeah. Because it's comic books and Star Wars. You really can't screw that up too much. I like, think you can. As long as it, I, okay. it's, it's the... Um, what was it? Um, Kingdom Death Monster Effect. Mm-hmm. Like, is the game good? Yeah, it's okay. Are the models beautiful? Absolutely. Did I do the Kickstarter because of the models? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, I think MCP is the same way. I have a ton of models that I will never ever use. Like, I have full black order. I'll never use, never do black order. Mm-hmm. But they're beautiful, and I want to paint them. Yeah. Um, I think they have no problem with that. But 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 by saying. That it's a, it's a not a competitive game. They know there's tournaments going on. Yes. They have to make it at least somewhat competitive and somewhat balanced, where it can still be a competitive game. Else, no one will want to just go out to game stores and play against other people. You'll just sit at home and just be like, oh, I'm making up some home rules and stuff, and oh, pretty models. Mm-hmm. So, I think the when they did the the redesign of the Wave One characters, I think that was a good idea, and they did it because they knew that they couldn't be competitive. Mm-hmm. Not because they were like, "Oh, it's not fun to play anymore." Yeah, it's as I said. I don't think competitive is their priority. I think they have it in their mind, but it's not their priority. And I think the way they have to phrase it is business speak stuff. 
because everything those people say is an advertisement in some way and influences how people buy it. And they're trying to meet, reach a specific market that would not necessarily be enticed as, as much by a competitive game. So do you think they're trying to walk that thin line where they're like, we're not competitive, but they're still throwing out... Like, like I love the Ultimate Encounters. Yes. I think they're great. I think they're, like, some of the most... Like, I think the Magneto one, um, I will flip a table every single time I play that because um, Magneto is super overpowered in that. <laughs> like, they're fun and amazing to play. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think doing stuff like that is great. Mm-hmm. But I think they should also put out a tournament packet and say, if you do want to play competitive, then here's the way you, they, you should do it. They did, and everyone said, no, this is bad. I didn't say it was good. I said they tried. <laughs> they did put out, it's called the challenge document. Yeah, I know. Um, and they've also sent we, out we <laughs> uh, support kits this year. They send out store support kits. They're not like, these are specifically for tournaments. But they're like, if you want to use them for tournaments, sure, go ahead. If you want to use it for other stuff, sure, go ahead. Yeah. I, I, mm. I, I think they were delayed on some of the stuff just because of the necessities of the pandemic. And they didn't feel it was in good conscience to support in-person activities in a, in a time that... In-person activities were dangerous. That's a good point. Uh, I did not actually think about... Because I know a lot of game companies and stuff had severe problems because they just couldn't go to conventions. They couldn't yeah. um, do anything. Uh, uh, like That's why you see a lot of the like uh, tabletop simulator. Yes. A lot of people started putting out stuff for tabletop simulator. Mm-hmm. Um it is getting better for those game companies. Yes. And I do think that the release schedule that they're pushing um, is kind of make up for that. Because, yeah, you could get the models and stuff, but it's like, yeah, why will I? Because I can't go to the game store. It's not open. Yeah. I keep forgetting that. I'm an essential worker, so uh, I had to go to work every day. Me too. I worked at a grocery store during the, that time. Ugh. That was, yeah, I was not fun. I, I was stuck in a server room. Uh, I was working overnight stocking, and our loads doubled overnight. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, we have crises to talk about. Yes, yes, yes. God. Okay, I am... Okay, I, I will leave this up to you. I am horrible at choosing crises. Because I will always go for gamma shelters and then fill out from there. So I do think we're actually again, we were talking about low number of points uh, for uh, for secures and high number of points for extracts, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we're demons, gamma, and then fisk. I do like fisk. Um, we have two incinerate immune characters for demons so and they are part, two of the ones that we want to be sitting on secures anyway so i think that works out really really well for us uh, demons is the one that has the uh if you're near the gate it gives you incinerate yep okay and we have yeah, both ghost rider good. and uh uh dr voodoo mm-hmm. and also kind of blade because he can just 
activate first, shake it for free. Well, for a power. Yeah. People forget about that ability. It's good. It it is, and it just doesn't come up every single turn, and I yeah. think that's why people forget it. Mm-hmm. But I think we have a very solid suite for our uh um secures. How about uh Montesti formula for an extract? Yeah, I can see Montesi. I think we want to go odds, not evens. Because uh, I think we want to get extract advantage. True. I, I, I think uh, the only reason I looked at this one is because it does give stealth characters a beam three. Yep. Um, That is insanely good with sin. Yes, because you can uh, hit and run with it. You can hit and run with it. Yeah. Yep. So I do. I think we go Montesi formula. I think we go spider infected. Why spider infected? High scoring, so we have a lot of points that our people can pick up. We are uh, stealth in a way mitigates a lot of the downside of getting moved because they have to be like we get repositioned, but it's. There's still that barrier of entry of having to be within three from our stealth characters. Okay. Uh, we want that odd numbers, and that's an odd number that lines up well. And Sin especially does not mind getting moved, because if she gets brought within three of someone, she can just hit and run off of them and get back out. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that working. Then I don't think we do cubes, though. I wouldn't do cubes because uh, really low health characters, uh, you're just going to end up dazing yourself after turn four. Yeah. Um, I We don't want to do mutant extreme uh, senators. I was actually looking at that just because now there's six senators. Yes, but also it prevents us from hidden running and then moving. Oh, that's right. They changed it, so now you can only make one move. It's not just a short. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah. No, that's that's that's. Mm. Um. That's that's annoying. I'm. We may like schools. Cause schools, we only have to worry about it when we pick up, and then once we have it, we can just run away. I don't think we want paranoia. We maybe want hammers, but I don't think we're the best hammers team in the world. Um, I maybe hammers just so you can deny everyone else having a hammer. A lot of characters of stealth running up really long, grabbing hammers. Black cat running in there, grabbing somebody's hammer for them and, and uh, jumping out. Um, it kind of robs them of the extra damage and just having that many hammers on your side could just tip the uh, points over to your favor. I can see that. I don't see a better option on the board. So let's go with that. Hmm. 
This is oh, this is tough. It's always going to be. Well, I mean, uh, so I always bank on the extraction of secure that I'm strongest with. Yeah. So um, I always look at the secures that my team is going to have the worst uh, chance of dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I think... Do, do you want to do... Oh, Infinity Formula, maybe. So I I think we got a good secure game. It's the question of about a, uh, a good secure setup. Extracts. Yeah, I think it's the extracts, and I think we're okay on that extracts weight. Don't think we're in love with it, but I think we're okay with it. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. It's one of those things that you would just have to play a few times yeah. to see how that balances out and if it actually does work. Mm-hmm. So now, tactic cards. To, uh, um... Exotic weapons. Yep. Uh, uh, officially illicit tech. Uh, Siege of Darkness. Yep. How about Bats the Ghost Hound? Absolutely. I love me my ghost hound. Uh, um. Uh. Deal with the devil. That's the one that brings back Ghost Rider, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that that's that's a given. Mm-hmm. I I will sacrifice sin to bring back uh, Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um. What's the one? Advanced R and D. Advanced R&D? Do we want advanced R&D? If, if Sin's building up a ton of power that she can't use. Yeah, 100% can get advanced R&D in there. And then, I think we want Blaze as a other restricted? Um... Let's see... I... Will it help? Maybe. So so Brace for Impact is is nice. Or are we but, a follow me team? Follow me might be better just to give um the extra activation, yes. Yeah. Let's go follow now, me. How I long will it awesome. be legal? Who knows? <laughs> Two, three days. Um, Before this episode comes out, it gets banned. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like. Mm, I like disarm, but yeah, disarm being a restricted card means it doesn't get taken all that often. If you and we really won't have the priority against the big targets to disarm them. What's the one that undazes people? Is that that no longer um, exists? Oh, that okay, was field that, dressing. That was field dressing. I always get that and med pack confused. Well, both of them no longer exist. 
Oh, they rotate them both out now? Yeah. Well, when did I miss that one? Uh, so it's you might have missed med pack getting rotated out because Shield still has their better med pack. Oh yeah. But both of them got rotated well, out at the same time. Um <laughs> Yeah. Man, I have missed a lot of stuff on this new on the new things. Um So I think we we might be a mission objective team. Yep. I would say that one too. Um to Ash and Cinder I would say because we don't want to do a lot of the secures. Yeah. Dropping that on a secure and then being like, all right, if you want the point. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's get it in there. It's a it's a thin card. We're showing off thin. That leaves us two final slots. That's tough. Um I dealer's well, choice. <laughs> I, I think we do the two like big ones of recalibration matrix and fall back. Fall back I can see. Mm -hmm. Um let me, let me get recalibration matrix. That's the after everything um, has happened, we will again. Yeah, that would work. Mm-hmm. It can be that used keeps, defensively, it can be used offensively. Yeah, that keeps uh, Ghost Rider still alive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Cool, and that is a full list. That's the list. So for everyone at home, the final list is Sin, Blade, Black Cat, Moon Knight, Dr. Voodoo, Ghost Rider, Toad, Nick Fury, and the Howling Commandos, Squirrel Girl, and The Blob. Then for tactic cards, we have Illicit Tech, Siege of Darkness, Back the Goat Hound, blah, 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 blah. Bats the Ghost Hound, Deal with the Devil, Advanced R&D, Follow me, mission objective to Ash and Cinder, fallback, and recalibration matrix. For secures, we have Demons Downtown has our comeuppance come due. Mayor Fisk vows to find missing witnesses, and Gamma Wave sweeps across the Midwest. Then Astract Crises, the Montessi formula found, Spider Infected Invade Manhattan, and Fear Grips World as Worthy Terrorized City. Yeah, I think that's a fun list. That's going to be a very interesting list. It is going to make a lot of people angry. Yeah. Just, I'm sorry, you're outside of three. Um, you yeah. want to shoot somebody else? <laughs> uh, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash Beer Thralls. Uh, we are also on Twitch. We're at Twitch.com slash Beer Thralls. Um, or you can email us at, uh, at Beer Thralls at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I don't and, think we use Twitter anymore. Yeah, I don't use Twitter, any, Twitter anymore. <laughs> uh, and if you wanted to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash LexaWhite, where not only do you get access to the Morlocks Discord and see all of my custom creations that I've been working on as I continue to make the versus Capcom expansion to this game that will never happen in real life, but I want to so badly. Uh... You also get to uh, chat with us about chat with me about TV movies, uh, Crisis Protocol. Um, you also get bonus episodes uh, of what I've been watching and the Darkhold, where I talk about all the stuff I've been playing in my locals, 
as well as occasional bonus episodes with guests uh, talking about various different TV and movies that hopefully there should be a couple this month for once because scheduling is starting to ease up finally. Um, and then uh, if you want to reach out to me, I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Gjipt on non-MCP discords. If you want to email the show, it's morlocksmcp at gmail.com. And then if you want to... Uh, See me play something completely different, twitch.tv slash games every Saturday morning where we're doing custom Arkham Horror the Card Game. And if you want to come out and meet me in person, uh, I am running a uh, LVOIS qualifier at Mark's Boarding House in Bellevue, which is just outside of Seattle, on July 22nd. So come out and have a good time and maybe earn yourself an invitation to LVO. Thank you very much and for coming on. If you want to see us, uh, we'll be at the Nova Open running the MCP tournament uh, at Nova Open and also yeah. doing open tables and ultimate uh, ultimate encounters. And that is August 30th uh, through September 3rd at in um, actually Washington, D.C. So, very yeah, nice. come out, come drink with us and play games. Very nice. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. This is great. And keep experimenting, people. <laughs>